This is Aaron Levine, LG Insurance, and we're here with Toby Stark, Stark Associates. We've done a podcast in the hey, past, man. so to speak, uh, with respect to some medical insurance-related items for small to mid-sized businesses and individuals. Uh, but today we want to talk about Medicare planning. It's not something that I would typically think about with planning, but I'm also not of retirement age. Um, and you bring to light some important things on your website and through your social media that I think are valuable for some of the members um, and uh, policyholders here at LG Insurance. Right. And we want to share some of that information with with them. So tell me a little bit about Medicare planning and you know when should we start thinking about Medicare planning? Sure. So Medicare planning starts at age 64 and nine months, basically. Okay. So what Medicare is, is it's a government run insurance benefit that you've earned over your career or life, if you will, um, where on your 65th birthday, you're able to enroll into Medicare um, and that's government insurance. And there's a lot of confusion on timelines and beneficiaries get confused leading up to that time. They're, they're not really sure what to do and when to do it. And that's kind of a niche that we filled where we can help these. And I call them seniors. I mean, it's just, you're <laughs> going to be 65. You're not a senior. I, it's, that's ridiculous to think about. But one thing that you probably are not is a medical insurance purchaser. You've probably been working for an employer for a long time. Mm -hmm. You have not been making any type of medical insurance decision here, uh, here, Aaron, here's your ID card. Right. Oh, okay. Nobody knows what their medical insurance is. And then at 65, they're expecting to make some type of decision on their medical insurance. And a lot of times folks react to marketing and it's the wrong thing to do. So reacting to marketing is, is my question. So you say right. 64 years of age and nine months, but I want to believe that the marketing to these individuals happens significantly both before then. So is there anything that can be done or anything that people should be aware of when they're in the 63 to 64 and six month age range before they start getting into the process? Right. So around your 64th birthday, you want to prepare for, am I going to be a Medicare candidate or am I not? And there's questions that we ask in our agency about, Am I going to enroll into Medicare? Do I work for an employer now? Does it have more than 20 employees or does it not? And that will affect you and the possibility of actually enrolling into Medicare. And these are the questions that we ask. So the earlier you start your planning in your 64th birthday, the better. A lot of these marketing tactics, what happens is everyone knows your birthday. Every, <laughs> every marketer knows you signed something somewhere that said, I am going to share my information with everyone. And you didn't know that you did it when you did, but your phone will not stop ringing and the mail will keep coming saying, hey, pick me, pick me. I'm the best solution. We're not going to teach you about Medicare, but sign on the dotted line here. So 64 years is the time to start planning, probably around 64 years and six months. That's probably your halfway point is the time to really focus and talk to somebody like myself, a Medicare planner, so you can understand the process and what to do and still have plenty of time to land softly for your birthday, your effective date. So when the effective date hits, right, what's the enrollment process? How does that work? How do you help in that enrollment process? And what, are the, what else should we know about at that time? So what happens is in our office, we educate the Medicare beneficiaries, I call it, leading up to the first day of their birthday month. A lot of folks think that if their birthday's on the 25th, say June 25th, that their Medicare starts on June 25th. 
That's actually wrong. It starts on June 1st, so the first day of your birthday month. So the enrollment process, and we educate, it starts three months before your birthday month. <laughs> See? Thank God so, I can pay somebody else to handle so this. So what we do is we help that beneficiary start the process of enrolling into Medicare. You have to reach out to the Social Security Administration. People go, wait a minute, but I don't want to file for my Social Security benefit. You don't have to, but Social Security Administration runs Medicare. So a lot of folks that are aging in didn't have to worry about it before or care, but now they have to. So one of their biggest gripes is, I don't want to enroll in Social Security. You do not have to claim your income benefit to get Medicare. So we help migrate them across and learn about how to sign up for Medicare before their 65th birthday. So it's three months before. That's the start of the process, and that's the most important part. So when I enroll for Medicare on the first day or prior to the first day of my 65th year birth month, um, what do I get? So what you do is you get your Medicare ID card, part A and part B. So it's a red, white, and blue card. Part A is hospitalization, and that will cover you in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Part B will cover everything outside, outside the hospital, doctors, and any type of outpatient procedure, MRIs. So a lot, what happens is a lot of the procedures are going to happen outside the hospital or under Medicare Part B. So you're going to be applying for Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. And through the process of helping that beneficiary enroll, I explain to them what is Medicare Part A and benefits associated and what is Medicare Part B and benefits associated and what to expect from, oh, by the way, the government. Because we work with the private insurance carriers. Medicare is not private. It's government run. So we need to help that beneficiary be able to enroll. So understand. if there's the government run portion of the Medicare Part A and Part B, are there parts C through Z? Um, like I'm reading Cat in the Hat right now with respect to it. Are there anything, is, what's missing? What are the gaps? It's government run. There's definitely gaps involved from Correct. A to B or A to Z or whatever letter we're going up to. And how do you help somebody get to that point? So there's four parts, <laughs> Medicare part A, B, C, and D. And it, it sounds so simple. So for somebody aging in, it's four letters. How hard could it be? It gets very, <laughs> it gets very complex. Medicare itself, part A and part B generally pay for 80% of your care, which leaves okay. a gap of 20%. And that's where we come in through education. We couple Medicare, original Medicare, which is part A and B hospital and doctors with a Medicare supplement policy. And that's offered by a private carrier. So it fits in and fills in the gaps. So you're 100% protected when you're on Medicare, because if you weren't and you decided not to obtain anything, for example, Aaron, if you were 65, which you're a long way off, you can tell by years, my hair, 30 years at least. Um, if you were just to enroll in Medicare only, you would have to pay 20% in perpetuity. There is no ceiling. Okay. Cap. So you do not, that's something you do not want to do. And as a Medicare beneficiary, you don't know what you want to do. Let's face facts. And that's right. why we're out there to help. Now, what about drugs? What about RX? How does that fit into the equation? So drugs are the most integral part of, I think, the enrollment process. So we guide our beneficiaries through Medicare Part A and B, which is hospital and doctors. And then there's the Medicare supplement process which is the private carrier, and that takes care of your medical. And what Aaron just talked about is the drug plan or Part D, and that's solely responsible for your maintenance medication drugs. Whenever you go to the pharmacy or if you're sick and you need to fill a script, it's your drug plan. And 
in this space, there's a lot of hearsay and misnomers and opinions through Medicare beneficiaries and what the best plan is. And ultimately, the best plan for you is what maintenance medication drugs you are on at the point of enrollment. Not your friend or your colleague said enroll in this carrier because it's great. It's based upon maintenance medications, and we help them through that process. We take their maintenance medication list. It could be nothing, Mm -hmm. or it could be 20 maintenance meds. You don't know. Right. It's personal health. And we run it through Medicare.gov. And inside Medicare.gov, which is Part D, which you talked about, are private insurance carriers that offer coverage. So based upon those maintenance medications, there will be a carrier that will be best for you for this year. Can you change change that every year? Every year, you should change it. As I call it, your enrollment into Medicare and a Medicare supplement is more of a marriage. (laughs) Nothing really changes. It stays the same over the long term. The drug plan, though, is more of a dating situation where you don't want to get too attached. Right. And you may change year over year, and it's to your best interest that you do. So I tell Medicare beneficiaries for your drug plan, don't get too comfortable because you may be switching every year. And it's important that you send us your maintenance medications so we can review them and make the best recommendation for the following year. So to summarize, buying something online because it looks good today, even though you might not understand what it looks like, this goes for all of the insurance products that we work with. Um, but because there's an ongoing relationship with a professional like yourself, it makes sense to engage at that 64, you know, 0.9 years of age and to continue that relationship so that you can be there on an annual renewal basis to help qualify a proper supplement coverage and RX coverage as needs and programs change because private insurers are going to change their programs as uh, situations arise, you know, regardless of what they are for any type of business, so to speak. I would tell you this, if you responded to a marketing mail piece and you enrolled directly into an insurance carrier, they are not ever going to reach out to you again to ask how you're doing, what drug plan you're on, or, oh, by the way, my Medicare supplement went up by 25%. You should move and have other options. And that's the key to working with an independent agent is we're always looking after the insured. And it's very important to review your plans every year. And for you that are viewing this video out here, considering doing that, if you speak to an independent agent and they're not willing to review plans year over year, or you get the sense that they're more transactional, run quickly. Because ultimately what you don't know down the line, especially in Medicare, could hurt you and hurt your health and especially your finances down the line. And who's left in the wake of that? If you have kids, your family has to deal with that. Moral of the story, work with a great professional like Toby and uh, the agents at Stark Associates. We're happy to help and refer business uh, to to their organization, to Toby, to help those seniors, non-seniors, people people coming of age. Um, But Toby can be reached at the link below and uh, is happy to help you get through the process. Thanks, Toby. Thanks for listening, everyone.